Hey everyone, welcome to the Bui and Burns weekly podcast where we take five concepts or topics, we spend five minutes apiece discussing them, and we do it every Friday live. Now, that's the intention. Anyway, but I think we're going to need to call an audible here, right, Cassie? That is absolutely correct. You know, Jerry and I, we, we're doing this in our free time, right? He's, he's a digital forensics expert. I am a technology attorney. And we work a full caseload, plus some, I think. So there are days, you know, when the things really just start spinning up and getting kind of crazy. So... Um, hello, whoever just joined us. Thank you for joining us. So we just want to be authentic about that. And we're a little bit late starting because we were talking about, you know, I've kind of had a hair on fire day and I know Jerry's had a lot going on as well. So we wanted to join, but we're not going to do like our full topics. We're going to record that later. And we just wanted to talk a little bit about the realities of being professionals like we are, that we do a lot. Um, but sometimes, you know, we also have to be realistic about what we can accomplish. And I didn't get to really prepare as well as I wanted to for today's session. So, um, Candy, yes, thank you. I'm so glad that you're here again, Candy, because, I mean, you bring all the good content in the She's content. awesome. So we have to meet. If we, I don't think we've met, so we definitely have to meet in person. But, Jerry, tell me, I mean, do you feel the same way? It can be hard because we're, we're doing content creation on our own in our free time, and sometimes... It can be hard to get the, the stuff out the door, even though you really want to. Yeah, I'm sitting in the corner of a Starbucks right now while I'm on the road in Houston, Texas. I'm based out of Dallas, but there is still this sense of commitment to each other and the community. And, you know, the with the speed that all the information is moving, there's so much to digest. And I think all of us are feeling a little bit overwhelmed with the information. We still want to try to um, talk it through and kind of give ourselves direction for the future because, you know, um, I think the community does depend on us as thought leaders in this regard. And so, you know, just kind of highlighting what's important and not. Perhaps we only talk about one topic today, Cassie, and give our take on uh, chat GPT and the GPT-4 release recently. It's certainly flooding all of our LinkedIn timelines if it wasn't before. And literally for the TikTok algorithm on my account, my for you page it's all gpt for all of it like every single post so i you know i posted a um a poll earlier today talking about should we wait for the hype to die down with gpt4 or should we dive headlong just straight into it and try to um, absorb as much as we can and give ourselves a competitive advantage at least that's how some people construe it what do you think you know, I think that there's a lot of everyone wants it's it's that element of FOMO that I think has been part of our, you know, DNA for the past, you know, I think like 15 years and it's gotten even heightened I think during COVID because people didn't do a lot of new things for a while and I think there's an element of that, you know, in the NFT space. Um and when these emerging tech opportunities fly out the door, you just want to learn it. You want to be the one who's now, at least that's me. So it's really hard to kind of pump the brakes and go, but wait, let me, let me see and delve really into all of it. And, and of course, from a legal perspective, it's important to do that because you don't want 
to to use client data if it's not adequately protected. You know, those are things you have to think about. You have to think about privileged content. So, um, but playing around with it is is very very it's very tempting, of course. But I there's just so many AI based tools out there. I see posts on LinkedIn that it's like here's a list of of twenty. I think I sent you the the, the post like twenty AI tools and. I want to play with all of them. I don't have the time in the day to, to go find them, but you know, it's um, it can be frustrating because there's so much rolling out on a continual basis and it's just hard to focus on one or two things because we can't obviously do everything. No, we can, but I do want to maybe for our community, which is largely e-discovery, lit support, digital forensics community, what could be relevant, especially if we head into legal week next week, in New York City, like this time last year, I think we were talking more about Metaverse, at least I was. You know, that was the hot topic at the time, you know, and um, that's becoming less so um, these days, perhaps uh, displaced by GPT-4. But the thing that I wanted to really um, highlight is that OpenAI and Microsoft relationship is really um, becoming obvious here with the release of GPT-4 and their Microsoft 365 Copilot. Mm -hmm. Now, Copilot, that was a feature within their dev environment. So their .NET suite and their integrated development environment is allowing, um, just as recently as a couple of months ago, the developers the ability to leverage GPT-4 and its coding ability to assist with code, right? I think the traditional way of really getting your code right was to go on to, um, Stack Overflow, the website, and look mm -hmm. up code. If you're a coder, you're very familiar with that site because there's a lot of great information. You kind of um, post your um, problem or your uh, challenge with certain code and trying to get it solved. Um, and if you can't figure out the logic on yourself, it's more most likely there will be some form of a solution, but it does require hours and hours of research and investment to find the right solution for your uh, specific problem statement. And so the, the Copilot helped developers as they were working within the Microsoft tool. They didn't need to leave and go on the internet and search for the right solution. It would be available right there through a chat GPT um, interface. And that interface is coming to what used to be called Office 365, but now it's being, being delivered to Microsoft 365. So within Word, within Excel, within PowerPoint, those you'll have a chat GPT assistant building out no documents for you. And why is that relevant for our community? Because when we collect those documents, right, whether it's from a desktop or a laptop or from um, Microsoft 365 online using Purview itself, there's going to be hopefully some artifacts that'll help you distinguish between what the custodian wrote and what the chat GPT assistant wrote. Right. Which part of the document was composed or uh, authored by a human and which other parts were authored by the um, AI. Right. And I also just want to say that I think that the concept of custodians is something that we may need to revisit because we're you. I know I, I in my professional space use teams as a collaboration space. So there could be five or six or more, you know, different people authoring content within a single document. So, um, and you know this better than me, there's versioning history that will show you that tracks who added what content. So I would imagine if that's being tracked via some sort of artifacts that 
you know, maybe the prompt is being tracked if we're in it, you know, it inserting a prompt, you know, and, and what that those edits were. So uh, and it's it's not I would imagine it's not all, you know, substantive. I could see the benefit of using ChatGPT to help with formatting because there's a lot of, you know, reorganizing you do with an Excel to make the data such that you can analyze and filter and it gives you accurate results, right? You normalize the entry points, you maybe split out if there are multiple points of data in one cell, you split it out so you can have, you know, that kind of thing. So I think that kind of operational functionality where you could just say like, yo, chat GPT, clean this data up for me in this way, like that, like remove the semicolon from all of the, the you know, the last characters or something like that. Like that would be great. That would make my day, honestly. So. Yeah, for me too, um, because we sometimes write our expert reports on pleading paper and that pleading paper is pretty intricate, you know, with the line numbers on the far left side and um, obviously the double spaces after uh, um, periods that's still a thing we're more writing it or for the angle that brief right and so it's you know, those cleanups for you but more specifically you can key chat gbt um a prior document and say format this new document with that old formatting and it will um uh, it will uh, make it identical important all this the headings and subheadings the right way um and, and by the way if you wanted to summarize that into a powerpoint presentation you could do that too automatically you say chat chat you can clean take this word document and create 10 sides summarize this with word document for them all of that cutting and pasting that you used to me will be done automatically like you said the operational functionality will be handled by chat i think that leveled um formatting tedium it's going to be taken out of the picture and not necessarily like relevant for discovery purposes, but certainly if you tell that chat GPT to compose with about 10 paragraphs per year, um, and maybe that's the starting point, or maybe you don't go through your trouble because you're lazy and you're going to send the applicable quickly, just leaving it as is. And now you will feel that what you put in there is being um, custodious because it's custodian influence. But how do you, how do you really uh, quantify? What AI wrote, if there's actually equal to the feet, it's going to have been sold. That's a good point. It's like, how far are you going to pull that thread, you know, to to trace back, um, you know, the 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 point of authorship or the origination of authorship. So um, it'll be, I'm sure you will be wanting, I think we lost Jerry for a little bit. So I'll, I'll just keep talking for, for, for just a few more minutes. If he doesn't join, we'll wind down. But you know, what I see, again, is a huge help, and this is my hope and dream. I think many of us who work in data, we often are challenged with making, again, the data clean. So it's not only just the formatting in an Excel, but it's normalizing the data. And we know what that output, we know what it what we want it to be. And my, my hope is that we'll be able to use tools like ChatGPT to do some of that. You know, I get the end of the day, there's always going to be the need for human QC. Um, I know our friend Aaron has talked before about automation bias. Just because it's done via a point of automation, it doesn't mean it's correct. Um, there's always value, of course, in humans QCing uh, the work product. But that's really, again, my hope on is some of the functionality. I know there's a lot of focus on things like they're going to write briefs. They're going to write all of our papers. Again, my hope is that it will make our lives easier. But... Um, 
making sure the data is current. Yeah, can't. So just imagine this, if you will. Imagine that you could just tell, ask ChatGPT, um, has all of my, you know, review universe been run through a privileged STR? Or ChatGPT, can you make sure item level security has been set on all of these new fields or whatever, you know, like not even the data, but just the structure of the database itself, you know, making sure it's current and up to date because there's just so much, you know, fine tooth management that we're having to do with these databases again, because it's complicated data that we're getting. It's not, you know, easy peasy, just email anymore. Um, and I think that there's a lot of attention that some of us have to give to the administration of databases. So again i really am hoping that the, that's the way you know, there's a lot of focus on ai again for authored content for and even in our space and e-discovery relevancy not relevant but i think that there's a huge opportunity to use tools just from an operational workflow administrative standpoint to run qcs and things like that on you know, you have a field with new data loaded and maybe this field wasn't, these scripts weren't populated. You know, that seems to me something that can be done programmatically. Human doesn't have to always do that. So, um, but we're about 15 minutes in and I do believe that Jerry is offline at the moment. So with that, yeah, the set it and forget it. And I think, you know, we're constantly having to roll to the next thing to do and it's very the, the maintenance and you know keeping things up to date it can be very difficult so i can see jerry still trying to log back in um having having that that attention to detail to always confirm yes all the dt search indices have been updated all the scripts have been run all of you know, if you have to create custom fields, all the custom fields have been updated. The all custodian field has been updated for all data. We know that that can sometimes be a blind spot for, for you know, when you have rolling data, which is usually the case. Um, custom metadata that we may have to create for mobile data or collaboration data. Um, you know, I think those are all areas where ChatGPT could be particularly useful. So, um, yeah, well, we will wind it down now. It looks like Jerry is still having problems logging in. Candy, thank you so much for logging in. And it looks like there's another LinkedIn user who's anonymous. So thank you for dialing in. We are going to cover the five topics we've talked about. And yes, I will be at Legal Week. So are you going to be there? Hopefully you are and we can say hello. Jerry and I will be there, just not at the same time. I will be there Monday through Wednesday. He will be there Wednesday through Friday. So if you're going to be at Legal Week, definitely give us uh, a ping on LinkedIn and let's try and meet up and um, keep an eye out for the full episode that we'll end up recording for those five topics we talked about. We'll touch again on ChatGPT4 um, plus SVB. Um, what were my, oh, digital, digital fashion, uh, ambient AI, and finally, what was my other topic? Oh, the cryptocurrency king, a queen, excuse me, cryptocurrency queen, a book I'm reading and just nearly finished with a true crime book. So anyway. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Bui and Burns weekly podcast where we take five concepts or topics. We spend five minutes apiece discussing them and we do it every Friday live. Now, that's the intention 